One more time in this room right now. The Lord is so faithful, so good. I want to welcome those of you that made a deal with God last night. <laughs> I think mine went something like, Lord, I'll preach with all my heart if you'll just... Uh, I don't... Let's open our Bibles to the Old Testament book of Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 3. There is no child care this morning. And... Um, It's a beautiful sound. The most memorable moments, the most memorable moments of 2022 were the moments that were unforeseen, which served to show the consistency and constancy of the Heavenly Father. Moments that are marked by both tears of grief and tears of God's goodness, which I never saw coming, are the moments looking back that have God's fingerprints everywhere. What 2023 needs first is what 2022 needed most not some grand vision supported by goals and objectives but an utter dependence on the character and attributes of our heavenly father 2023 will have its own set of unpredictables 2023 will have its own moments that tempt us to be wise in our own eyes or lead us to be full of faith in our all-knowing God. Three things might happen in 2023. Jesus may come back. Are you or me may go to him. The third thing that will happen if neither one of those do is that God's people will gather in some way praising him for his trustworthiness. In 2023, as Horatio Spafford wrote in the 1800s, though Satan should buffet, though trials should come, let this blessed assurance control that Christ has regarded my helpless estate and has shed his own blood for my soul. I want to take you for just a few moments to a mighty oak in God's word. 
Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. Verses that many of you in this room have memorized, probably memorized with the book and reference. Others, maybe just you know the words, not real sure if it's Proverbs 5 or Proverbs 3 or Proverbs 3 and 4 and 6, but you know the verses. These verses are mighty oaks in God's word, a place for us to shelter time and time again. I want to offer them to us today as a precise compass to guide us through the unpredictables of 2023. Proverbs 3, verse, verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. So, 2023, full of unpredictables. What do we do today? Where do we turn today? Not knowing what those will be. I remember back to 2020, coming into that year, how so many churches do what we so often do. It, it just had kind of this catchy feel to it. I mean, it was 2020. That's like vision, you know? And so we have these 2020 vision plans, and 2020 dreams, and 2020 goals, and, and 2020 turned out to be completely different than anything we thought humanly we could lay out. So what do we do if 2023 doesn't match our catchy slogans and our vision plans? We do what we do in 2022. We do, unless the Lord comes back, what we do in 2025. Do what Proverbs 3, verse 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. The first thing I would call your attention to, that in Proverbs 3, these are Proverbs. These are words giving, uh, given from a dad to a son. It's, it's like we just sat down and said, hey, let's talk. I'm going to tell you some things that will help you. I want to tell you some things that over the long haul, if this will be true about your life, you're going to see fruit from this. You're, you're, going, to, you're going to say, that's what I needed. That was better than anything that I had thought of. And so Solomon to his son even says it, verse 1 of Proverbs 3 says, My son, do not forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commandments. For length of days and years of life and peace, they will add to you. And then it comes right into this, verse 5 and 6. So speaking to his son, this dad says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, son. Uh, don't lean on your own understanding, son. In all your ways, son, acknowledge him. Acknowledge the Lord. Look to him. In some ways, Solomon could have even said, don't look so much to my life. Look to him. He'll make your 
paths straight. So he says here in the beginning of verse 5, he, he says, trust. Trust. To trust in the Lord is to believe in the Lord. Rest on the Lord. To go with the Lord. To have confidence in the Lord. To rely on the Lord. When you look at this word trust and you study the history of the word, those who study languages and study words and the history and tracks of a word, how it was used, how it was developed, say that the word trust comes from this uh, a word that describes being face down in the dirt. It is a picture of putting yourself face down in the dirt. A lot of things happen when you have your face down in the dirt. You don't know what's going on around you. You don't know who's coming towards you. You don't know who's, what's happening above you. You don't know what's happening in front of you. You can't see what's around. Face down in the dirt is a picture of just total trust. He's saying to us, put your face down in the dirt before the Lord with all your heart. Dr. Adrian Rogers has had, uh, through his writings and, and books, sermons this past year, a lot of influence, just kind of a renewed return, just a, a return there to listening to messages and things that God gave him that continues to be a blessing in my life. Dr. Adrian Rogers, when he was a high school student, was a great football player in Florida. And he tells a story that he went late one night to the football field where he had scored lots of touchdowns. And he stood on that football field and he said to the Lord, he said, Lord, here I am. I, I want you to use me. He said when he prayed that prayer, he felt like it wasn't, it wasn't enough brokenness in his life. So he got down on a knee and he said, I got down on my knees and I said, Lord, here I am on this football field where I've, uh, you know, I've, I've played football here. I've scored touchdowns here and I'm kneeling before you. Would you please use me? And he said, I prayed that prayer and I thought in my spirit, it was not, it was not the place of surrender where God wanted me. So I just laid down in the middle of that field and I said, Lord, use me. Here I am, I surrender. And Dr. Rogers says, even at that moment, face down in the middle of that football field, crying out to the Lord for him to use me, I felt like God was saying, that's not broken enough. And he said, I took my fingers and I dug a hole in that dirt and I took my nose and I buried it into that hole in that field, into that dirt, and I cried out to God and I said, Lord, use me, I surrender, I lay myself before you. And he said it was at that time where he got up and he sensed the filling of the Holy Spirit in his life and the power of God in his life that never changed until the day he died. Today, when I think about that picture of being face down in the dirt, that is a picture that comes to mind when I read this phrase, trust in the Lord with all your heart. With all your heart. It's amazing, isn't it? How many times wholehearted comes up in God's word? 
It's not just our word. That word, we got that from God's word. And again and again, you see God's call to, for us to be wholehearted in our faith in him, trust in him, and following him with our whole heart and his total trust, complete, without doubt or question, not, not some trust, but with everything that we have and know. He says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And he gives more instruction. He says, do not lean on your own understanding. There's enormous connection between the word trust and lean. You see that? What Proverbs often does in verse after verse is that it will state something in the first half of the verse. And in the second half of the verse, it will restate it in, in a in a different vocabulary echoing the same thing that is just said in the first part of the verse and that's what happens here in in Proverbs 3 5 he says trust in the Lord with all your heart he he brings it to us in the same meaning but from a different direction he says do not lean on your own understanding you see the opposite of trusting in the Lord with your with your whole heart is leaning on your own understanding and here at the beginning of 2023, I, 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 I come with you around God's word and I, and I call our attention to this, that he's saying to have what we need for the unpredictables of 2023, we need a wholehearted trust in the Lord. We need not lean on our own understanding. The word lean there means to support yourself. Think about that. He's saying to us, don't support yourself. By your own understanding. Don't look at this world and look at life and make decisions based on, this is, this is what I understand. This is the way I think about it. This is the way I have it planned. He says, no, don't, don't lean on your own understanding. To lean on something, you, you, it means to put your weight on it. it. It means to use it to hold you up, to sustain you. I have a friend that's a regular golfer. Playing with him one day, he said, you see that rail right over there on that creek? And I said, yeah, I sure do. He said, don't lean on that. I said, why? He said, because I did. <laughs> Found myself in the creek. And here is a, is a picture here. He said, don't lean on your own understanding. And probably a lot of us, and I have my own stories where I could say, oh, there have been times when I've leaned on my own understanding. There have been times when I did it my way. There have been times when I thought I've got it figured out. There have been times where I've justified based on what I could understand. And God's counsel to us, his wisdom to us through Solomon in this word is to trust in the Lord with all of our heart and don't support ourselves with our own understanding. Trusting with our whole heart is to put all our weight of life and mind and soul in the Lord. We lean on him. It's us saying in our prayers, in our thoughts, in our thinking, with our words, out loud and in our mind, God's got this. I, I don't think I do. Here, God, take it. It's in your hands. You're the one that's able. We believe in him more than we believe in ourselves. 
He says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. And then verse 6, in all your ways, acknowledge him. In all your ways. I think this father talking to this son, I don't know what he was imagining, but like any dad with any son, he's probably thinking, my son's going to be out there by himself one day. My son's going to be out there making decisions on his own one day. My son's going to have habits. He's going to have rhythms. He's going to have a routine. He's going to have things that he loves and things that he desires. And you're going to see people that he's attracted to. And he's going to be uh, activities and jobs and hobbies and things that he, that he wants to go after. And he's saying, in all of those ways, we have ways, you have ways. We have ways today. Our, it's our pattern. It's our routine. It's our systems. It's our beliefs. It's our decision-making. And he's saying, in all of our ways, do something. What? In all of our ways, acknowledge him. To acknowledge him means to recognize him in that way that you're on. It's, it's, to, it's to pay attention to the fact that he's in the room with you he's on the journey with you he sees he watches and he waits for us to acknowledge him in our ways when we acknowledge him we're saying to him God what do you see about this what do you know about this what do you want in this how are you leading what are you doing When we're acknowledging him in our ways, we're saying in every facet of our life, we bring God into it. I heard a story years ago about a church meeting where a group of leaders in this church were trying to make decisions about a very critical piece of their future and they, they were, had gotten into an argument. And, and one of the, the men said, wait, as we think about this, doesn't it say in the Bible, and somebody retorted almost immediately, said, don't bring the Bible into this. <laughs> and, and there are times in our life we might not say that out loud, but in decisions when it comes to relationships with someone or decisions about purity, decisions about a job or a career, decisions about calling in life, decisions, just, just lay them out. Those things that are ahead in 2023 that we don't even know what they will be. What God is saying here in his word is, in essence, bring the Bible into it. Bring the word into it. Bring God into it. Bring your heavenly father into it. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And then there's a promise. He will make straight your paths. He says, I'll be your compass. I'll give you direction. I'll give you guidance. I'll take you in the way that you need to go. He's saying when you trust in the Lord with all your heart, when you lean on his understanding, when you acknowledge him in your ways, he will give leadership. He'll give direction. So we get in trouble 
when we go on our own in our own way. And many times what happens when we go on our own in our own way without acknowledging him, the result is fear and anxiety. We draw up a grand scheme of human reasoning and we make our plans and we think this is what will happen. This is what needs to happen. Scripture is full of examples of people who chose their own way. There's none better perhaps than Jonah. You remember the story of Jonah? God came to him and called him to go to the people of Nineveh and to preach repentance. That was God's plan. It didn't make sense to Jonah. He couldn't understand it. Those people, they would never repent. They don't deserve to hear from all of these reasoning in his mind. And his, God's, God's plan was for Jonah to go to Nineveh. Jonah's plan was not Nineveh. And so Jonah went his own way. And the result of Jonah going his own way was to find himself in the belly of a large fish. Now when he repented and he was spewed out of the mouth of that fish and he went to Nineveh and, his, and he preached, what was God's result according to God's way and God's understanding? It was the repentance of a whole city. And so the question I ask myself and I ask you today is, do I want to be in the gut of a stinky fish or I want to be in the hand of a trustworthy God? And a lot of things in this world we cannot understand. We have a limited view. We are finite. And praise the Lord, he is infinite. Carla called my attention early this morning to this verse from Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 says, I've seen the task that God has given people to keep them occupied. He has made everything appropriate in its time. He has also put eternity in their hearts. But man cannot discover the work, of, the work God has done from beginning to end. And he says, I know that all God does will last forever. There is no adding to it or taking from it. God works so that people will be in awe of him. And so many times when we operate in our own understanding, we find ourselves in awe of who? But when we operate according to his understanding and his ways, our only reaction is to find ourselves in awe of him. In all your ways, acknowledge him. So what do I need? And what do you need in this 2023 to face the unpredictables? How can we trust in the Lord with all our heart and Lean on his understanding. How can we acknowledge his ways? Well, we need his word. 
we need his word. And that's why I would come to you again on this first day of the year and exhort you to read the word this year, to have a plan for reading the word. You may already have a plan of, of how you'll read the word, maybe chronologically, maybe New Testament, maybe Old Testament, maybe all the way through. I've offered a plan from time to time over the last few years. Today, when you leave, you'll find on basically every flat spot in the commons around the exits is a, is a page that looks just like this with a whole lot of letters and numbers on it. And here's just a plan for you to take, fold up, make copies however you want to use it but to keep it close and if you follow this reading plan that I, I'll use this year and provide for you it's a five day a week reading plan through God's word and over the 52 weeks of 2023 if you complete this plan you will have read through the New Testament entirely you will have read through Proverbs entirely Psalms entirely and the book of Isaiah so this reading plan would take us through New Testament, Psalms, Proverbs, and Isaiah over the course of the year, beginning today with Matthew 1 and Proverbs 1. Let's read the word. Find some plan. It doesn't have to be this one. But just know tomorrow and the next day and the next day where you'll be reading in the word. We need his word. We need his people. And maybe today you... You sit here and you feel a little isolated. You've gotten separated from people a little bit this year. We need one another. And it's a lie from the pit of hell that would try to make you think that you can do it all by yourself. And the shipyard is full of ships that have been wrecked by trying to do life isolated from other believers other brothers and sisters in Christ. We need his church. I'm thankful today that you'll be able to look back and when you ask the question, where did I start 2023? You'll be able to say, I started 2023 in God's house with God's people worshiping my heavenly father. And listen, I've said it before and I'll say it again. One of the great enemies for us is people who reside in Watkinsville and Oconee County is that um, we have means. We have means to travel. We have means to go. We have means to... And listen, friends, our, our competition is not other churches in the community. Our competition is the other things that the enemy would bring across our path to get our attention and to get our affection and to steal us away from the very bride of Christ. We need his word. We need his people. We need his church. We need his spirit. If you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today, don't let this day pass without you coming before the Lord and saying, Spirit of God, fill me, control me, lead me, rule my life, and do it daily, 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 daily. Be filled with the Spirit the beginning of every day. When you're conscious, when you're awake, Spirit of God, rule and reign in my life. We need His Word, we need His people, we need His church, we need His Spirit. We need his assignment. I, I, what are you doing for the Lord? I'm not talking about are you, 
are you being good? I'm not talking about checking the yes and checking the no. I'm talking about just what are you doing for the Lord? Where are you serving? How are you using the gifts that he's given you? How are you using the energy and the breath that you have in your lungs to bring him glory? Serve him. How do we do this? Read his word. I want to call you to pray. We're going to start this year with 21 days of prayer to focus our attention on our need for the Lord and learn to pray like Jesus taught us to pray. You'll hear more about that next Sunday, but Monday, January 9th, we'll begin 21 days of prayer that will take us through the last Sunday of this month. There will be times for us to meet and pray in the mornings over those 21 days in the chapel. So go to church. <laughs> Be a church. Find a small group. Give. Serve. Read the word. Sounds pretty basic, doesn't it? What we need for 2023 is just the faithfulness of God and our wholehearted trust in him. I want to ask our band to come. and They're going to help us close today in song, reminding us that the same God that we needed in 2022 is the God that we have in 2023. The God that we read about in Proverbs is the God that we have for today. As they're coming, listen, 2023 will be the same as 2022. And if you're like me, my first reaction is like, some things I hope not. But 2023 will be the same as 2022, and that is full of unpredictables we often don't understand. But 2023 will also be met by the same God, full of faithfulness, full of trustworthiness. Lean on Him. Let's stand together. Maybe before you leave today, while we're singing, you want to use this room as a place to start your praying. You could turn and use the chair as a place to bow and pray. You could fill up this room across the front. and No magic in that, but it'd be a marker in your life to say, I started on my knees before the Lord. I, just listen to the Spirit of God right now. Ask Him to help you. Trust Him with your whole heart. Don't let this moment pass.